Hello guys, if you like the artist that you just heard, that artist goes by the name of Luna's Band and the song is called Honest. You can check out that artist right now on icon8.com for more. Now, to the podcast. Hello guys, welcome to the Let's Feast Food for Thought Podcast. I am yours truly, Mr. Paul Jahagany, and guess what? I got some more food for you. Welcome back to the table. Let's feast. All right, welcome to episode number 24. What are you doing with your 24? <laughs> I think there needs to be a new commercial or something like that. But anyways, this episode hits home a little bit for me because 24 is the number of the late great Mr. Kobe Bryant. Rest in heaven, rest in peace to your daughter Gigi, rest in peace to the other victims that was a part of this horrific crash. Oh my God, it's just it's just crazy, man. Life is so precious. But this episode right here, I'm going to talk a little bit more about things that people really talk about when it comes to Kobe Bryant. And you want to know what it is? His marriage. Yes. So the name of this episode is called Marriage 24. Marriage 24. So I'm going to go into the ins and outs of uh, how I felt how Vanessa Bryant did her part as far as being married to a, a huge mega star. And I feel like a lot of women and a lot of people, not just women, but a lot of people could take notes from this woman and actually, you know what I'm saying? Like apply it to their own life and things like that. Now, I'm going to talk about his marriage. Just, just, just what I've seen from my own perspective. I'm not giving you no stats on anything that of what happened that was out there or whatever like that. Well, a little bit of them, a little bit, but not too, I'm not trying to go too in debt with as far as like what everybody already know. I want to go more in debt of what I, of what I got from their marriage and them being totally devoted towards each other, whatever, like through the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it was. So I'm uh, I'm going to just get into that. Guys, give me one more second. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to go pay some bills. And as soon as I come back, I got some more food for you. Here's a word from my sponsor. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. Now, what I want to do with this segment is I want to talk more about the marriage of Kobe Bryant. And I don't think he gets a lot of credit for for holding his wife like keeping his wife happy throughout all the years of him being in the nba and be him being on a dominant level like like that's the type of stuff that breeds envy from people like you know to, to have a man that was so great at so many things not only to be a stellar athlete and coming out of the league and uh, when he was in high school and being compared to michael jordan lebron james or whatever you want to call it like 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 not only that but to also dominate your marriage your home life be an amazing father and and you're actually 360 i i, I seen this motivational video from the uh from the motivational speaker um eric thomas and um and he was saying, um, I, I think it was a speech about being triple double, like like you you don't just excel in one area and hang your hat on that one area. He said, uh, be triple double, like and Kobe Bryant literally was a a human triple double. Now I'm not just talking about on the basketball court. I'm talking about in everything that he pretty much put his hands on and he focused on. He achieved it, and I think that needs to get out there a little bit more than what we currently give him credit for. See, we know him for being the stellar athlete on the on the basketball court 
we know him for for breaking records and 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 making people look bad. Nobody could pretty much stick him. You could put three people on him, th- uh, two people on him, whatever, and it still wasn't enough because he was still dominating. He was so ferocious. He had such an eye for the game. He had a, such a oh man, he was just so aggressive towards winning to the point to where like he he would be the person that 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 wasn't your best friend, that wasn't always homeboys with you on the basketball court, wouldn't talk to you or whatever until. Until the game was over, whatever. And he's that person that stayed after that to, to practice on his shots. If he missed a shot, like he would stay. I heard, I heard one time that um, he played against the Miami Heat. I think when LeBron James was there, he played against the Miami Heat, and um, and um, he missed the last minute shot that kind of probably would have won the game or whatever like that. Or no, it would have won the game. And um, he uh, stayed after. He stayed after that game and he practiced that same shot the same way for like I forgot how long it was, but um it was just so much determination. I think he was like in his early 30s at the time. And a lot of people was giving him a lot of uh, critique for that because they were saying that he needed to rest his body. He needed to rest his body because he's getting a little bit more up there in age. They know he has a dedication for the game and he loves the game, but you don't see stuff like regular that regularly. And that's just for him in basketball. Now let's segue that that same compassion and the same drive to his marriage now he met this i don't know how old he was when he met vanessa bryant but i I'm, I, I was told that they were young that he was either she was 17 or whatever like that and he was like 17 18 at the time or whatever like that and they met each other fell in love and 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 and, and, and we all know about the, the problems that he had with the with the alleged raping and stuff like that we all might know about those problems and stuff like that but i want to talk about the resilience of miss vanessa bryant now, in the early 2000s, Miss Vanessa Bryant probably could have been one of the stereotypical wives that could have just came out this, that, and the third, boom, boom, boom. But she played her position. She played a position, and that's hard to do with such a stellar athlete. Like, and that's around that time, Kobe Bryant was in his prime. He was in his prime. That was right before he was eight to 24. He was in his prime, and then that happened. That little blemish on his on on his life right there. She could have easily just up and left. But around that time, he had went and bought like a two three million dollar wedding ring i mean uh, i'm sorry ring i think i promise ring because they were already married but a promise ring to and that just shows you how much dedication that he was that he had for his wife and keeping her in place not like trying to buy her because i'm pretty sure she could have left around that time you know what i mean because she was already solidified i think around the time he only had one daughter um um and um i'm pretty sure if she was in it for the money she could have left around that time so she stayed position because her love for Kobe Bryant even with all the cameras on her she still had a lot of love for him because their love superseded the paparazzi pictures the blemishes that was on him it superseded all that and she played her position you I didn't even remember her speaking honestly I don't even she was just right there by his side being a supportive wife while he was out there pleading his case telling her that he was sorry for everything that he did she was right there looking at him and I'm pretty sure she was disgusted I'm pretty sure she was upset with everything that he did to her and everything she took their family he took their family through the embarrassment that she that she had to swallow her pride in a lot of cases but what did she do she got right there on that podium and she sat right there by his side holding his hand walk with him holding his hand and everything and just played her position like like a supportive wife now let's fast forward a little bit to what 2000 what i forgot the year 2011 2012 13 one of them they was about to get a divorce 
they was about to get a divorce and me i don't really like to get into other people's business because i have a lot of stuff going on but this was one of my heroes and and it was everywhere i remember like when i didn't hear and what 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 really bothers me is i didn't really hear anything about uh, them patching it back up even after the accusations with kobe bryant in the early 2000s i didn't hear any that anybody supporting them saying this that and the third now i don't know about the behind the scenes with it with their families or whatever but i didn't hear anybody supporting them okay she's resilient she's 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 a beautiful person for sticking it out with kobe bryant after he embarrassed her like after she didn't do anything wrong so we know of or anything like that around that time but after after we know her for not doing anything wrong and her being a resilient wife she didn't get no credit for that they didn't get no credit as a relationship for staying together now fast forward to now i mean then at that time back in 2012 2013 one of them um um they was supposedly about to get a divorce the partner with i heard that everywhere i heard it everywhere no matter where i went i heard it everywhere I heard it everywhere and everybody was talking about it. Oh, I couldn't even go and get a haircut without hearing somebody talk about it. People were slandering Vanessa Bryant. They were sl- like, I was hearing so many different things. And not me, I didn't know a lot of information about it because like I said before, I don't really pay attention to people, but the in-depth details on people's life and stuff like that. This is just basically stuff that I've known just based on the headlines that I've seen on TV, Sports Center, and everything. You know, everybody was talking about Kobe Bryant finna get a divorce. And you see him around that time, he fought even harder to keep his wife. He fought even harder. I heard he was battling injuries from basketball. And imagine the psychological stuff he probably was going through, knowing that his wife was about to leave him and get separated. I heard it allegedly that they got separated for a second and get their thoughts together. And, and, and in marriage, and we got to talk about that. And in marriage, I've never been married before, but I can only imagine how some of those people feel. Uh, in marriage, you're going to have ups and downs. It's kind of like a relationship, just at a higher degree. But you're going to have your ups and downs and 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 i will who knows what was going on behind closed doors nobody knows all the stuff that she probably had to go through nobody knows about the stuff that kobe was going through or whatever like the psychological like i said he was injured and all this other stuff but you still seen the fearless man still fighting for his wife still fighting for his family because around this time he had had more kids um i had had gg around that time i guess i think it was just those two and uh gg and um the oldest daughter um yeah, uh, you seen a man resiliently fighting for his wife. He wanted to. He wanted to stay together. He didn't. It was no breaking up. He wanted to stay together. And I don't know if she wanted a divorce or he wanted. Uh, he wanted a divorce or whatever. But they figured out a way to reconcile their differences and still stay married. What happened after that? You didn't hear anything else. Faded into the black. Faded away. Nobody else was talking about it. But when the divorce, when everybody was talking about divorce, everybody was hearing talking about it. Nobody talked about it. Nobody was talking about them patching things back up and 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 them finding a way to stay married and still being in love with it. Because love supersedes all of that. Love superseded everything that they was actually going through behind closed doors. Love supersedes all the media and everything. Everybody had an opinion. Everybody had something to say. And this right of time when Twitter and all this other stuff was just hitting the map and everybody had an opinion about everything so they probably couldn't go anywhere without hearing people talk about their relationship and stuff like that but throughout all the turmoil they still decided to stay together they still decided to stay together and now and now all of a sudden when they patched everything back up we 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 we, we said wait till what's going on now i don't think uh, of course it was a tragic loss and i but i don't think that she gets enough credit for playing her position 
Like that that's a, such a tough thing to do. And I know we have a lot of this independent things going on out here with women and I'm for women rights and I'm for all women getting their 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 just due of of the of the piece of the pie. Do all that. But at the same time, when it's time to contemplate contemplate a relationship and being married, how many women can really say that they really want want to be willing to play their position? Now, I'm not saying this ain't got nothing to do with money. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. This is strictly about love. It's strictly about a partnership. How many women out there do we know that can strictly want to play their position? You know what I mean? This is not about making you looking down upon you. This is just about uh, the love between a man and a woman and how they will gel together to create a legacy together. How many women would? And I don't even know how about how we not even gonna talk about race we're just gonna talk about strictly uh, a, a a powerful man with 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 a, with a large degree of talent and a woman that just said that that basically didn't speak uh, up until most recently like she didn't i don't ever really re- um, remember her talking I don't think I ever heard her talk out of all these years. I don't ever remember her talk. They never interviewed her. I'm not sure. Maybe it was an interview on the internet or something like that. I probably got to look up. But up until now, I don't ever remember Vanessa Bryant talking, saying anything. Like, like she just played her position. I'm not saying, like, you have to better bow down. I'm not, not, that's not the message. That's not the message that I'm promoting. What I am saying is, how many women out there do we know? of that that may be willing to even at being successful i'm talking about independent women i'm talking about women who's married women women who may want to you know what i mean like play like how many women do we know out there that may be willing to play their position you know what i mean like to be a supportive wife to have to have you may have a man by your side that even if you're more successful than that man do can you still play your position as a wife as, as as his counterpart how many women out there do we know i feel like we have to be taking a lot of lessons from this situation because this woman loved this man for years for years and years on end up until tragically the end when it came to him or whatever like that but she still she loved him and she fought for their marriage he fought for her marriage they loved each other and that superseded everything else so the question is how many women out there are how many are, are men we gonna say men too we gonna say men too i don't even want to make it about women but how many people out there do we know that can actually fight for something that they truly truly believe in even when the cameras is all on you even when people got a, a lot of opinions to say on social media even when you can't turn on your dang on tv without seeing your dang old name plastered across the screen how many people do we know who may be willing and be more driven to fight for their marriage fight for their relationship fight for their their dreams in a way that may be the attack the total antagonist to what everybody else may believe in how can you really see yourself being with that other person when everybody else is using the demise of what you're currently going through for clout can you still have love for each other even with all of that noise around you like i feel like we need to get to a place to where we're actually in meaningful relationships and we're willing to do the work because right now i feel like it's a lot of it's a lot of clout relationships if i want to say i feel like it's a lot of clout relationships for the wrong reasons i feel like it shouldn't be that way i feel like if you got admiration for that person that significant other i feel like y'all need to be in it for the long haul and it's hard to justify what what is and what ain't because we got a lot of fake around here so if i men women anybody how many people do we know out there in closing this segment that may be willing to play their position if you if your woman make men if your woman makes more money than you 
then are you willing to play your position to a powerful woman if she's not holding that down on you like me personally i would love that me i would love that not love that as far as like just taking advantage of it but love that as far as like me being a supportive husband or supportive boyfriend or whatever to a powerful woman or whatever as long as this is the only exception she's not making me feel i'm less than a man I would love that. I don't care if she worked at a Fortune 500 company and she's bringing in 500000 a year, whatever, and I'm bringing in 40000 a year. It don't even matter. As long as she's not making me feel like I'm listening to men, I can still be the man, still put on my pants the same way, and I can still handle my responsibilities, my responsibilities as a man. I don't have no problem with a woman being more successful than me. I will still play my position as the man as long as she's not trying to hold it over my head, trying to make me feel like I'm less than and I ain't and I'm worth nothing all because she makes more money than me or whatever. And, and and women ladies how many ladies out there today can we say that may be willing to play their position as their as a um to their man or husbands a boyfriend whatever uh, we could just say husband how many how many ladies out there can we say that may be willing to play their position you don't have to give up your independence you can still be as independent be a, be driven in your career you can still be all that if, depending on the man you can still be all that but at the same time do you do you want to sacrifice finding true happiness for your career and you feel like by you trying to find love you feel like you gotta give up your career or whatever like no 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 like are you willing to play your position to that man so therefore he doesn't have to have to feel like he has to force it out of you and then then that quickly leads to the demise of a relationship the demise of a marriage how many people out there do we know that could be willing to play their position all right guys that's enough for right now i'm gonna take a commercial break real quick and when i come back i got some more i got the serious joker today thank you guys for listening guys if you like the instrumental that you just heard this artist goes by the name of black lark and the song's name is first contact you can find this artist on icon8.com now to the series joke of the day
Are you in a relationship or are you just doing something? <laughs> Guys, welcome back to another episode of what I like to call Time for a Serious Joke. You heard the question. Are you in a relationship or are you just doing something? I found out a lot these days, people are not really in relationships. You know what they are? They're in situationships, which what I like to call, they're just doing something. <laughs> they're bored out of their fucking minds and they just want to have somebody next to them to where... So, Because they don't want to look like they're alone to a lot of people that they may be trying to impress. They may be wanting to go out and they may they may not know how to be alone. Let's just be honest with it. They may not know how to be alone, so they want to go out and they want to put on this goddamn front. But really what they're doing is they're just doing something. They just want to look like they're doing something to a lot of people. Maybe it's for the gram. Maybe it's for Snapchat. Whatever you're doing. You, maybe you just, want, you just want to look like you're somebody to somebody else. But you're not even trying to be a somebody to the person that you're with. You're trying to be a somebody to the people that you're not with. The people that's looking at your relationship. But you're just doing something. So, so let me tell you what, that, what doing something costs. Now, let me tell you what doing something costs. You took, you brought the whole wrong meaning to make boring fun. Like, you're supposed to make boring fun is actually making boredom exciting to, 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 to do something prosperous. But actually, you're playing with people's feelings. You're playing with people's feelings all because you bored. All because, so you're going to go out there and you're just going to pick somebody. And all of a sudden, you want to just be doing something, playing with people's feelings. And that, people, that person may be all the way invested. Let me tell you what that does. What that does is that makes you that makes you look even more stupid than what you was before. That made you look even you look you you know you ever heard of the bad the saying I can do bad all by myself. You motherfuckers don't want to do bad by yourself. <laughs> Y'all want to bring other motherfuckers into your misery. Misery that truly loves company. I'm finding that the more I get older, I'm finding out more and more and more true misery truly loves company. Truly don't misery don't like being by themselves. They like to be with other motherfuckers to make those motherfuckers as miserable as they are. So. I think that creates a lot of people to be in fucked up ass mental relationships with themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because what you're doing is you're battling yourself, even though you got that next person next to you. You're battling yourself, honestly. You know what I mean? Because you're trying to impress people that it has nothing to do with your relationship. So instead of you working on the relationship, you're actually just basically fighting yourself because you just want to be doing something. And because you want to impress everybody else out there that's out there looking at what you got going on. Why don't you just stay by yourself, motherfucker? Just stay by yourself. Do bad by yourself until you can figure out how to love yourself. So therefore, you don't have to bring nobody else into your shit. Bring nobody else into your shit and get feelings all messed up. And that's how motherfucking crimes of passion happen, man. Y'all, all these situations, a lot of men in jail, a lot of women in jail over dumb shit. And all because people just wanted to be doing something. When they could have just been figuring out ways how to occupy their time by their damn self. Instead of creating, I'm mean, bringing other people into their shit. So therefore, now all of a sudden, they got a whole bunch of shit. All because they want to impress other motherfuckers. That ain't got nothing to do with their relationship. So let me ask you this question one more time before I leave you guys guys are you in a relationship or are you just doing something what are you doing you making boring fun in the wrong fucking way you supposed to be making boring fun in the right way how to how to how to how to excite your mate like if even if your mate is on board with you even if you guys have been in a long-term relationship even if they bored with you add the spice back to the fucking relationship hell hell you're gonna have up and down seasons man you're gonna have the butterflies may fly away the butterflies wings may be tied 
You have you ever noticed that when, when you see a butterfly hatch that cocoon, I'm whatever, come out that cocoon, flying and shit, the wings always fly, even when they land, the wings be flapping. Maybe the butterfly wings hurt. Maybe it's time for the motherfuckers to rest for a second. So you gotta figure out a way how to reintroduce that butterfly back to the cocoon, back to the caterpillar, back where it was, so therefore it could fall deeper in love. Now, but your ass wanna quit off one badass argument. So are you in a relationship or are you just doing something? Let me know right now. I'm gonna see you guys again next week. I wanna know the answers. Leave the answers in my um reviews, leave the answers in my um my voice messages, leave the answers on my Instagram, my social media. Let me know. Are you in a relationship or are you just doing something? Let me know which one it is. All right. See you guys next week. If you like the instrumental you just heard, that song goes by the name of Dream. It could be found on icon8.com. Now to the dessert topping of the day. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. And you know, I couldn't let you guys leave without the dessert topping of the day. Now, the dessert topping of this week is <sighs> relationships are taking a huge blow these days. I feel like society celebrates more of being independent than celebrating being in, in being in the union with someone. I want us individually, everybody who's listening to this podcast, this may be a more of a personal podcast, but everybody who's listening to this podcast right now, I want you to approach the situation knowing tell, if you are single out there like myself, if you're single out there, like approach that individual knowing what you can do for that person not expecting for what that person can do for you you know what i mean what can you do for that person so therefore when you guys sit at the dinner table or whatever whatever outing that you guys choose to go to when you're sitting at the dinner table you guys are more secure with what you are able to offer you are you're able to offer more than just food you're able to you're able to offer more than just paying the tab you're able to offer more you have more and 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 you will understand that it feels a lot better. It's better. Like your confidence is at an all time high because it's not in a cocky way, but it's at an all time high because you know what you could bring to the table. Like the conversations elevate. The, the conversations get better and better and better. You find more interesting things to talk about. I'm not, this doesn't just apply to older people. This apply to some of the little young teens in the 21. I know, I already know how that, I already know how that phase goes. So this may be exclusively for the young, the older crowds. Once you actually get up there in age and you kind of figure out what you want, you got to know made of 
few accomplishments here and there and you just happen to be single and you out there you and you're in a dating scene now whether you on these dating apps or whether you meet somebody organically the old school way feel more with what you can bring to the table more than what you may be expecting for that person to bring so therefore you're actually able to offer more than just paying paying for food you know what i mean because a lot of times we just go out to restaurants and the only thing we got in common is our likeness for the food that we ordered that's <laughs> that's just be honest that's the only thing that a lot of us have in common like and it's not even the same dish that we ordered we both individually got two that we, we both individually got two separate dishes but we don't have two separate conversations and both of us are boring and we just sitting there looking at each other if our heads are not in our phones so it's like, what's the use of the outing? What's the use to waste our time? Just to say that we're trying to get to know somebody. when We're not trying to get no, get to know nobody but this food that we're about to eat. And then by nine times out of ten, it's probably the same food that we don't ate a million times before. And we we just basically reintroducing ourselves to the same dish that we don't already had. How about when you out there with that new person, you introduce yourself to that person and understand what that person is able to bring to the table. So therefore, they can add some flavor to the actual dish that you're already used to. Maybe the dish in your mind, maybe the dish on your food. I don't know. Maybe that person know how to cook the dish that you're about to eat better than you. Who knows? If But you will never find out if you're just going to keep doing what you've already been doing if you ain't got nothing to bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? More than just food. So, guys, uh, let that be the food for thought in your mind this week, and let's try to do better, guys. And if you ever hit your stomach growl because you're hungry and you're looking for somewhere to put some food in your stomach, make a pit stop here at the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast because I got some more food for you. And that includes leftovers. Oh my god, I forgot it. <laughs> Don't forget to leave a tip. Bon appetit. Alright, it's yours truly, Mr. Portra Hockey. Thank you guys again for coming to feast with me again on episode number 24. It's in the can. I got a special episode for you for you guys again next week. Episode 25. Oh man, we're gonna talk about some deep stuff next week, guys. So just come back with me again next week, and I think I got what you guys may be looking for. Alright, guys, I'll see you guys again next week. Peace.